0: Hey, and welcome to WGWG.org, and this is The Big Sports Fan. I'm Jeff, The Big Sports Fan himself. Matthew's in the studio with us as well. Welcome, Matthew.
1: Thank you. Good morning.
0: We're just sort of in the pre-interview stages talking about all the stuff we got to talk about. We've got a long list of things to get to, but one that really is kind of right up my alley is I I have complained for years, whether you talk about going to the movies or you're talking about going to a professional sporting event, how much the concessions cost. There's some actual
1: news on that front. Yeah, yeah. and, And when I go to an event... Uh, I am definitely well known for either not buying anything from concessions or, uh, as we were talking about with a couple other folks in the office the other day, a bottle of water or something like that. Just something to quench your thirst and get you through through whatever it is you're doing. Because yeah, it's
0: priced so uh, yeah. ridiculously and You're going to pay $4, $5, yeah.
1: 6 $7 for a bottle of water depending yeah. on where you are. But, yeah, the big news this week uh, from the Atlanta Falcons. They're building a new stadium in Atlanta um, kind of to replace the Georgia Dome in, in a sort of way. Uh, it's been there for quite a while. Uh, one of those dome stadiums, maybe of the '70s era, when it was kind of a cookie cutter approach. You know, you build the the AstroDome, you build the Georgia Dome, you build the SuperDome in New Orleans. So uh, that was kind of the approach. But Falcons going to have that new stadium. I believe it's Mercedes Benz Stadium or something like that. That's the sponsorship that they've got. But um, the concessions. That was the the PR move kind of this week by the Atlanta Falcons. They released a concession schedule and said that they were going to make their concessions in their new stadium 60 to 70 percent cheaper than the average NFL. Stadium and maybe even all of professional sports, which to me, they're all about the same thing. So I don't know that there's any need for distinction between sports. You go to a professional sports game, you're going to to pay, in my opinion, too much for whatever you're going to eat. Um, But that basically amounts to what what were the costs for what they're going to sell. Well, they're planning to do $2 popcorn. They're planning to do $2 bottles of water. They're planning to do um, $3, $5 cheeseburgers. They're planning to do $2 bottomless soda. They're going to have soda that you can buy, and then you can go to refill refill stations around the stadium. Uh, And I don't know exactly how that will work. I guess uh, I don't know how they could track if you've already bought the soda. Um, and maybe if you've got a certain cup or something like that, uh, yeah, you know if there's going to be somebody yeah. there, um, you know what take what a milk keeps you take from,
0: a, a gallon milk jug, yeah, you know, <laughs> taking
1: something in with you to the state, you know you yeah. probably couldn't get away with nothing too big, but I mean I'm sure there were ways that you could get a cup into something and get it past security and get in there and you know get free soda at the refill station. Right. So it'd be interesting, you know, all these questions that kind of stream out of mm-hmm. of the plan. But um, you know there were a lot of folks saying, "Wow, what a what a PR move this is," um, you know, announcing. These great concession prices, but what about ticket prices? You know, what about parking situation? What about the taxpayer money that goes into building the stadium to begin with? And I saw a couple of figures, don't know what the official is, but I think it's around a billion dollars to build the stadium. And I think about 500 million of that is from taxpayers Mm -hmm. um, in, in Georgia. So... You know, all those questions. I so think they're maybe questions. those
0: taxpayers deserve some free soda.
1: I think they deserve some free soda. Yeah, not maybe not just $2 bottomless right, right, soda. Maybe right. some free soda. Um, you know, it is. It's encouraging to me uh, that somebody's at least making that effort. I hope it sticks. I hope they stay with it. Uh, they are supposed to keep those prices for all events at the stadium. They're not just for Falcons games or, or whatever sporting events might be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, SEC championships been known to play in Atlanta quite often, so mm-hmm. that'd probably be a big event there. But it's supposed to be for concerts and other events too. So uh, that's that's good news. Um, but one, do they stick with it? And two, as a fan, I really just come back to the ticket prices. Okay. If I'm still going to have to pay what I feel like is an outrageous amount to get into the stadium mm-hmm. to watch an event, Mm-hmm. It only pleases me so much to not have to pay that much for my drink, yeah. uh, especially since I've kind of trained myself right. to not partake of the concessions that much. Anyways. Yeah, I'm
0: kind of in that mindset as well. You know, if you get really thirsty, maybe you get a bottle of water or something. But whatever's the cheapest thing on the menu. But uh, yeah, because it does cost. You know, to take a family. You know, and I yes. know you're a young married fella, but, you know, I've got a family of five. If we all go to something like that, you're talking about a second mortgage.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, to, to eat and eat a meal. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if five of you go and want a bottle of water, in a lot of cases, you're going to pay 25 or $30 just to supply water yeah. for everybody in your family. I really, uh, this week it got me thinking one of my favorite sportscasters is Colin Cowherd. Um, previously, I think associated with ESPN. Now he's associated with Fox Sports. I think he had a falling out with with ESPN. Change of network. I used to not like that guy. Um, he was just just very uh, maybe maybe over opinionated, and I didn't agree with those opinions. I think that was the you know the the reason maybe why we don't like commentary and analysis sometimes. If we don't agree with it, it's hard to get behind it. But you know, over the years, I've kind of seen that sometimes he's right, and his take on going to see a sports event live is. Why would I want to do that in this day and age, especially something like football, Mm -hmm. with the capabilities of doing that at home? You can get an NFL Sunday ticket. You can not just see that game in its entirety. You can watch other games in their entire – all of them. Uh, You don't have a line at the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Um, You can assure that it's your bathroom, um, which maybe means it's a little bit cleaner. Um, You don't have a line for food. Uh, the food is not that expensive. If you want it to be expensive, you can make it as extensive and expensive as you want it to be. But and you, you can, can go see with something the game cheap. better. And you can see the game. You get a great front row, 50 yeah. yard line type yeah. seat. Yeah. Um, and in a lot of cases, you even have capabilities for replays and you have better views than you do in the stadium. So, uh, And you don't have to deal with parking. You don't have to pay to park. You don't have to deal with traffic on the way out of the stadium. When I was a kid, We used to go to Charlotte Hornets games. My dad was always famous for, if it was not down to the wire at the end, we got up from our seat, wherever it was in the old Charlotte Coliseum, and went to a vantage point where we could see the end of it and then book it out the door. And I was always okay with that because even as a kid, I was kind of like my dad. You know, we talk about men especially who have road rage and traffic rage and things like don't that. Don't want to get stuck in that I don't want to get stuck. I didn't want to get stuck in that as a kid. You yeah. know, when the game was over, I was ready to go home. Yeah. You know, I was just as impatient as the next guy. So that's a big part of it too. And so, I, you know, I agree. I enjoy watching a game at home, you know. And then you don't have to, For in our case, you know, living outside the city, you don't have to travel back to your to your home and spend that, you know, two hours traveling mm-hmm. to the city. So I think there are a lot of advantages to it. And I think that has become a, a factor in some professional sports. You know, attendance in some cases is, is not as good as it, as it used to be and certainly as it could. Uh, and there are other reasons for that, too. But I think the price squeezes people out. So yeah. this is an interesting move. I, I, I agree with the folks that it is definitely a, a move trying to get good PR. Um, you know, nothing wrong with that at all, Hmm. um, but at the same time I, I think it's a little hollow if you don't do something about the ticket prices yeah makes sense.
0: what's next on the agenda today?
1: Well you know it's an interesting week kind of in sports business. the other thing that that kind of came out this week was the NBA deciding to begin adding logos and having logo sponsorships on their jerseys
0: yeah, I've heard a lot of people uh, in person but also like social media discussing that comparing it to NASCAR that kind of thing
1: yeah yeah it was it was a big conversation topic this week uh, It's one of those topics that it's interesting. Your perspective really hinges on what sports you follow. I saw folks saying, you know, they're gonna they're gonna sell sponsorships, uh, and, and just to catch anyone who, who's not in the know about it. Up the Philadelphia 76ers, the NBA is kind of doing a several-year pilot program of trying this. Teams can sell sponsorships to, to bring in revenue for putting ads, basically, on and logos, patches, things like that, on their jerseys. Uh, and so the first one, uh, the deal this week was announced that the Philadelphia 76ers are, have, have reached a deal with StubHub for, I think, $5 million a year to put a little, I think it's 2.5 by 2.5-inch uh, logo of StubHub on their jersey. So it's not going to be that large, necessarily, to begin with. Um, so that's kind of the backstory. But, yeah, folks who love NASCAR, they're like, you know, the car is is filled with ads. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what that's what they do. It's mm-hmm. a big ad that's moving mm-hmm. around the track. Folks, folks who love soccer, international soccer. That, I mean, that's been the norm there. Uh, in American sports, we haven't seen it as much, uh, other than other than NASCAR uh, and other other racing leagues, uh, except for the M- uh, WNBA, Women's National Basketball Association. They have uh, kind of added those ads to their jerseys in recent years to where kind of like some of the soccer uniforms internationally, the ad and the sponsorship, whatever that business is, that company, has kind of taken over the logo. You mm. see more of the ad than the logo. I don't really like that. Um, I'm saying this week, if, if it gets to that point in the NBA M- at some point, I would hate to see the Philadelphia Sixers on their jerseys look more like the Philadelphia Stub Hubs. You right. know, I don't. I don't want right. to see that. Well, ad more. you know,
0: you could even make an argument that that could come down the pike someday because uh, you know it's happened with stadiums, it's happened with the name of uh, football bowl games and college yes. athletics, et cetera. So, you know, you you could potentially see you know the Charlotte. Bank of America, take yeah. the field, you know, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah,
1: maybe, maybe at some point, you know, the sponsorships and the need for that uh, does take over the nicknames. I, I hope not, but it could. I, I could reasonably happen. Yeah, so many things are, are sponsored. Yeah, I, I, I didn't really, at my age, did, get to take advantage of the glory years of stadiums being named for someone who was cr- crucial in getting mm. that team there, or yeah. somebody who had a deep connection with a certain geographical yeah. area where yeah. that team plays. Uh, and nicknames kind of being the same thing, um, you know, all those sponsorships. And so it's a different age that we live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you want to go with a cliche, it's not our grandfather's sports yeah. landscape. Yeah. It's not our dad's sports landscape. It's not even really my childhood sports exactly. landscape at this it point. It changes quickly. It does. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the WNBA, they they really have got the ads to where they've kind of taken over their jerseys. Mm, yeah. um, I hope it doesn't get to that point. Um, otherwise i understand you know you've got to find as many uh, sources of revenue as you can and if you can set up kind of some kind of sponsorship you know yeah. why not try to take advantage of that right. but it also kind of feels like a, a rich get richer kind of situation to me um, with with professional sports all right well. i don't think they're hurting
0: that's sort of the business end of things, concessions, price, ticket prices, uh, yeah, it was an interesting uh, sponsorships, week. et cetera. What about who's playing who and, and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, you know, to kind of segue from the, the NBA, uh, the draft was this week. It was kind of interesting to note that the uh, Philadelphia 76ers also got the number one pick in the draft. A lot of folks have accused them of tanking the last several years and trying to play as poorly as possible to get those high draft picks to, to take that route to restock your roster. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be the third straight year that the Sixers have picked in the top three, they had the number three pick the last two years. Um, they've been stockpiling big guys. They've drafted centers uh, over and over and over again, and that's centers C E N T E R, not centers S I N N E R. That's that's always tough with with my accent to to tell the difference between those two words. Talking about basketball, but uh, Ben Simmons is probably going to be the number one pick. He's a he's a forward out of LSU, uh, and then Brandon Ingram, who's actually from Kenston, North Carolina, uh, who played one season. Duke uh, is a, is another potential number one pick, but the interesting thing about the draft I was reading this week, I follow a guy named Darren Revel. He's kind of the ESPN business reporter. He was great to follow on the concessions and the logos uh, on the jerseys uh, with the ads, but he's just always great with insight, too, and It was interesting this week he was talking about the number one, two, three picks in this year's NBA draft are going to be the Philadelphia 76ers, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Boston Celtics. It's kind of a reunion of the glory days of the NBA in the early 80s. You had the the Lakers with Showtime with Magic and Kareem. You had the Celtics with McHale and and Bird and Parrish and all those guys coming together. And then you had the 76ers with Julius Irving and Daryl Dawkins, Moses Malone. You had all these great giants of the league, and those were the three teams that were dominant in that time. And right now, we've kind of ebbed and flowed in the NBA to the point where those are the teams that are on the bottom of the totem pole, and they've not been playing well, so they're getting the high draft picks, and they're trying yeah. to kind of recycle things. So that that was interesting. Um, so, you know, we always, when we get to the playoffs, we get the draft lottery time, and, and that's kind of the exciting thing for an NBA fan to watch. Uh, but the playoffs, Cavaliers, I, I, and, and I'm I'm harsh on LeBron a lot of times. I. I have had quite a bit of debate with other folks as to the fact that he has gone to six NBA finals and he's only won two of them He lost four and and to me that yeah, says a lot but he won two but he won two <laughs> um and so I I think hard analysts look at professional sports history particularly with superstars and say did you win championships mm-hmm, and, yeah. I, and I harp on that all the time I think yeah. it's just I I I stick on that because I hear so much of it just in listening to sports coverage. You know the whole, um, you know, Joe Montana going and winning, you know, multiple Super Bowls. Uh, Chair Bradshaw won and you know, four Super Bowls. Tom Brady's done that now. You know that's what people remember you for. Yeah. And, and I get I, I get a lot of disagreement with that, and I understand. But the same thing with the NBA. You know, I always come back to Michael Jordan won six of six when he went to the to the NBA Finals. Uh, Magic Johnson he lost four, but he won five, so he won. More than half, you know, and you come back to LeBron, and, and he's two and four. I think he's got a good shot this year, though. I really do. Um, he he really didn't have a lot of help last year. This year, the Cavs are ten and zero in the playoffs. Haven't even really uh, dealt with any adversity. Um, a lot of them have been blowouts, big double digit victories so far in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so far against the Toronto Raptors, making their first. Eastern Conference Finals appearance. Uh, And then you have the series out west. So I think we're guaranteed at this point a really good NBA Finals. It's either probably going to be the Cavaliers against either the Thunder or the Warriors. And the the Thunder and Warriors have split the first two games in the Western Conference Finals. and that's just an exciting series. The, the Warriors blew out the Thunder late in game two, but still I think when that series shifts to Oklahoma City, it's going to be really competitive. Uh, and just the superstar power that we have left in the playoffs at this point, it's going to be exciting to watch. And if the Cavs do indeed get to the finals, we're going to get some kind of rematch um, this, this time because – the Cavs and Warriors obviously played last year, a big duel between Steph Curry and LeBron James. And it was three or four years ago that the Thunder played the Miami Heat in the finals, and I think that's who LeBron beat for his first championship. So the Thunder, if they get there, would have a little bit of upset uh, and payback on on their minds if they take on LeBron. So the playoffs have been exciting and i don't think they're going to disappoint down the stretch. The one team that d- didn't get there that the, that since the last time we recorded a big sports fan uh, has been knocked out were the Spurs, the Thunder kind of took over that series uh, after it was tied and just blitzed the Spurs. The Spurs looked like they were kind of at that point where they've aged out. Uh, they've got some young talent on the roster, but they just they just could not keep up with the Thunder, so uh, it was a surprise that the Spurs went out when they did, but I think we're seeing in the Western Conference Finals that the that the Thunder belong. So it's been an exciting exciting run. We got some baseball news as well. Yeah, uh, Gardner Webb has set a, a D one program record for wins in a season. Uh, as we record, it's thirty six. They've got a regular season game left, and then they'll have the Big South Conference tournament. I believe if they win their last game of the regular season, they'll get the number two seed in the in the Big South tournament. And 36 wins, 18 losses, something like that. Really, really good season. We talked about it earlier in the season in the spring when they had a hot start. And then we talked about the difficulty of sustaining that. And they really have. You can't expect a blitz through a, a, a season undefeated or with only a handful of losses in college baseball unless you know, you're really at a high level. I think that you know that's that's legendary status if you're going to do that but they've had a great year and uh Brad Hames who we've talked about on on this podcast uh, is the first Gardner Webb pitcher to have 10 wins in a season since 2000. Uh, so 16 years. Yeah, right? that's been quite some time and you know that was right about the time that we were transitioning to Division One status, yeah. and so in our Division One history, that's that's a little bit bit historic mm-hmm. in his own right. And then Colin Thacker is is has been our best hitter this year, and he just continues. I think he hit a home run yesterday. We had a doubleheader, uh, but he just continues to hit for average. Uh, he can hit for power, uh, so we've got a good lineup and we've got good pitching. I think mean, Brad, Brad Haynes is a great pitcher, but we've also got other good pitchers, and I think that's important. You have to have that depth uh, if you're going to compete in a tournament or go to the end. NCAA tournament and and hope to make any kind of noise. So really exciting for our baseball program. Uh, It's it's just one of those things where I think sometimes people get lost this time of year with college baseball because college graduations happen in May and the baseball season continues after that. And so sometimes I think it gets lost even on college campuses Mm -hmm. when a team does really well. Uh, because, you know, your graduates have, have moved, they've graduated, they've moved out, they've moved on in a lot of cases other than your baseball players. And then other folks on campus have kind of moved into their summer summer yeah. routine mm-hmm. and, and everything too. So I think it gets lost, and, and I'd hate for that to be the case this year with our baseball Such team because it's been a phenomenal season. year. And you know, hats off to Rusty Strap. He, he always puts together a good team, and he always does the program the right way. And it's just great when you see somebody who does things the way he does to see them have this experience that they've had this year so it's yeah, and exciting it, if
0: folks want to keep up with Gardner web sports com is the place to do that always all right well that pretty much does it for this week uh, this is the big sports fan let us know your uh comments and questions uh you can probably the quickest easiest way to is just to email us at info info at wgwg.org we'll make sure matt gets your comments and questions and uh, we'll see you again next week